0: Welcome back everybody. This is Rick Pettigrew. Thanks for joining us for another batch of fascinating news stories that appeared on Archaeologica this past week. Send us feedback on the Archaeology Channel Facebook page or post a message on our social networking site Archaeoseek. Archaeologists in Tuscany have come upon a huge deposit of bronze statues and coins in the mud of a thermal spring, sparking new insights about relations between Romans and Etruscans. Excavators near Alexandria, Egypt have found a very long tunnel beneath an ancient temple, which might lead them to the long-sought tomb of Antony and Cleopatra. A parrot bone found decades ago in New Mexico is prompting the suggestion that some prehistoric bones in the southwest, thought to be from tropical macaws, are actually from a local species and a Bronze Age ivory comb, recovered in Israel, turns out to be inscribed with the first full sentence using the alphabet. The Audio News team would like to thank our friends for helping us continue the show without a break since we started more than 21 years ago. If you're not already a supporting member, please go to archaeologychannel.org and click on the Donate button. We can still use all the help we can get. Thanks to you also for supporting our subscription platform, Heritage Broadcasting Service, available at heritagetac.org. We now have 245 titles you can binge upon on Roku. Please help us spread the word. Again, that link is heritagetac.org. And now, here's Laura Kennedy with the audio news from Archaeologica. We hope you find this to be a valuable part of your day.
1: Welcome to the audio news from Archaeologica. I'm Laura Kennedy, and these are the headlines in archaeological and historical news for the week of November 6th through the 12th, 2022. Our first story this week brings us to the region of Tuscany in Italy, where archaeologists have unearthed more than two dozen bronze statues surrounded by thousands of coins from both the Romans and the Etruscans. As reported by Livescience.com, Archaeologists have been digging in the Tuscan town of San Cassiano de Bagni since 2019. The statues were found in remarkable condition, preserved for millennia in the mud of a thermal spring. The research team believes they were deliberately immersed in the spring as part of a ritual. The statues depict Greco-Roman deities, including Hygieia, Apollo, and others, and are believed to be around 2,300 years old. The artifacts were surrounded by thousands of coins from two cultures, Roman and Etruscan. The Etruscans flourished long before the rise of Rome, and neither Etruscan culture nor their language are well understood. It has long been believed that the Etruscans and Romans had a primarily adversarial relationship, with the Romans eventually overtaking the Etruscan civilization and assimilating its people into the Roman Empire. However, the discovery of the coins suggests that people from both cultures came to the same thermal spring, likely to pray at the site. Even in the midst of ongoing social conflict and civil war, it appears elite Etruscan and Roman families may have in fact come together to worship. At least in this context, they were able to peacefully coexist. The Italian Ministry of Culture has announced that it will soon begin construction on a museum dedicated to these findings. Our second story this week brings us to Egypt, where archaeologists have discovered a tunnel spanning more than 4,000 feet beneath an ancient temple. As reported by Smithsonian Magazine, archaeologists have been digging near the Taposiris Magna Temple seeking Cleopatra's tomb. Taposiris Magna is a city west of Alexandria, established between 280 and 270 BC, It contains a temple to Osiris, long believed to be the last resting place of Cleopatra and her lover, Mark Antony. The newly discovered tunnel is over six feet high and sits approximately 43 feet beneath the temple floor. It is 4,300 feet in length and is partially submerged in water, possibly due to earthquakes in the region. According to the research team, led by Kathleen Martinez of the University of San Domingo in the Dominican Republic, The tunnel is an exact replica of the Eupolanos Tunnel, built through Mount Castro in Samos, Greece in the 6th century BC to serve as an aqueduct. Greece's tunnel is considered one of the most impressive engineering feats of the ancient world. The reasons for replication of the Greek tunnel far beneath the Taposiris temple, as well as its function, are still under investigation. The dig also uncovered two Ptolemaic-era alabaster statues and some ceramic vessels. Previous digs have uncovered other artifacts, including coins featuring the likeness of Cleopatra VII, as well as Alexander the Great, statues of the goddess Isis, and even a mummy with a gold tongue and a cemetery full of Greco-Roman-era mummies. The researchers believe they may be getting closer to Cleopatra's tomb. Time will tell what other discoveries may be found around this ancient temple, and whether the last pharaoh of ancient Egypt truly lies in its midst. Our third story this week brings us to the American Southwest, where the examination of parrot bones challenges our understanding of ancient indigenous peoples' trade of birds. As reported by eurekaalert.org, the bones of colorful parrots have often been found at southwestern archaeological sites dating from AD 700 onward. The bones come from Hohokam sites in Arizona, Anasazi sites in Chaco Canyon in northwestern New Mexico, And other Mogollon and Mimbres sites in central, southern, and even southeastern New Mexico. The parrots are generally assumed to have been imported as live animals from Mexico, where the colorful birds live today. Most of the parrot bones found are from scarlet macaws, which live in tropical rainforest and savanna regions, very different from the desert-dominated landscape of the American Southwest. New research by John Moretti, however, challenges these assumptions, According to Moretti, a doctoral candidate at the University of Texas, evidence from old site collections shows that one species of parrot, known as the thick-billed parrot, may have been captured locally rather than traded from distant communities in Mexico. Moretti's new insights began with an ankle bone belonging to a thick-billed parrot, recovered during excavation of the Bonell site in the early 1950s in southeastern New Mexico. Many deer and rabbit bones were recovered along with the single parrot bone. The thick-billed parrot is an endangered green parrot currently found only in northern Mexico, in the pine forests of its mountains. But as recently as the 1930s, the species, which is now listed as endangered, still occupied pine forest regions in Arizona and New Mexico. Moretti's find led him to investigate the connection between pine forests in New Mexico and Arizona and the remains of thick-billed parrots found at archaeological sites. He discovered 10 archaeological sites that had positively identified thick-billed parrot remains. All of those also contained structures built with large numbers of heavy pine timbers. Additionally, half the sites had pine forests within seven miles at the time of their occupation. The original ankle bone that caught his interest came from the Benel site, excavated in the 1950s on the eastern slopes of the Sierra Blanca Mountains near the current town of Roswell, New Mexico. The eastern Sierra Blanca region is drained by the Picos River, and much of the region is lower elevation, arid desert. However, the upper parts and nearby Sierra Blanca Mountains are, as the name implies, a well-wooded area over a mile high, with considerable snow in the winter that historically fed streams year-round. The people at the banel site lived in permanent pit house structures, grew corn and other crops nearby, and hunted and gathered in the pine forests above as well as the desert reaches below. The new data, unearthed by Moretti, suggests that not all parrots were trade items, Rather, thick-billed parrots lived in this region and were captured and brought home or traded, much like squirrels and other animals. The data also illustrate how profoundly recent human activities have impacted the environment and animals around prehistoric sites. The study was published in the Wilson Journal of Ornithology. Our final story this week brings us to Israel where an ancient ivory comb has turned up with an inscription in the Canaanite script, the world's oldest alphabet that, with numerous modifications, is still in use today. As reported by ScienceAlert.com, the elephant ivory comb was discovered several years ago in the old Canaanite city of tel Lachish, in central Israel, but scientists from the Hebrew University of Jerusalem only recently noticed the faint inscription comprising 17 letters, Parts of the inscription are quite faded, with some letters being barely perceptible. Researchers had to rely on the more legible letters for context in order to interpret the inscription's meaning. The inscription forms seven separate words, roughly translating to May this tusk root out the lice of the hair and beard. It is believed to be the oldest known full sentence in the Canaanite script ever found. Canaanite script, also called proto-Sinaitic, Is considered the earliest form of alphabetic writing and is the common ancestor of both ancient South Arabian script and the Phoenician alphabet. The alphabet is significant because it was the first script system to connect the written language to the spoken language through symbols depicting specific phonemes or sounds rather than entire words. The efficiency of this phonetic representation system helped it spread westward across the Mediterranean and eastward as far as Southeast Asia and Mongolia to become the foundation from which most Old World written language systems developed, including English. Based on the style of the archaic letters, the researchers believe that the inscription was written in the earliest stage form of the alphabet not long after it was created. The comb inscription suggests that writing was used in daily activities 3,700 years ago. This is a significant discovery in the timeline of humans' ability to write. The full study was published in the Jerusalem Journal of Archaeology. That wraps up the news for this week. For more stories and daily news updates, visit Archaeologica on the World Wide Web at archaeologica.org, where all the news is history. I'm Laura Kennedy, and I'll see you next week.
0: This has been the Audio News from Archaeologica, presented by the Archaeology Channel. Be sure to check back with us next week for our next edition. You can spread the word about the Audio News by clicking on the Share This link on our Audio News webpage, or just by telling your friends. Thanks very much for stopping by you